Thanks for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more of our programmes, visit brumradio.com. Appearing on Geeky Brummy this week, Ryan Parrish, Philip Ellis, George Ellesmere, Guy Halford, David Whitney, and Keith Bloomfield. Guest appearances this week from Sam Edwards, Kirk Taylor, Jenny Taylor, Pete Steele, and Dan Cooper Gavin. Guys, stop messing around with that tin. What are you doing? I found a memory pen. One of ours? One of ours. Where's that come from? I don't know. The Keith, archives. Is, Keith, is this out of your bag or something? No, no. no. <laughs> it's, there's a whole load of stuff, but yeah, it's definitely one of our memory pens. Where's that come from? God knows. Maybe Keith's been delivering it slowly on the bus. Yeah, <laughs> should we see what's on it? Yeah, should we see what's on it? Passed over. Plug it in, Ryan. All right. Harry Hill top drums. Oh my god, a classic. That's when uh, Sam Edwards came in and joined us and got a very unfortunate card. Yes. Let's Shall we give it a play? Let's give it a listen. Yeah, give it a play. It's time to play top drums. Alright, so it's time for another round of our favourite game in the studio. It's top trumps. And Guy, you've picked up this pack this week. Do you, Are you enjoying your ham sandwich, by the way? I am, yeah. <laughs> Is it just ham? Ham and cheese. Um, smoked. Smoked ham and cheddar. Mm, anyway, so what top trumps are they? Um, Harry's TV burp. Specials? Yeah. There's nothing special about them. Just put that to try something a bit more, don't I? <laughs> Alright, who wants to start? I say we let Guy go first. Yes, yeah, good. We'll around <laughs> the sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> that's why. Right. Ever the professional. I'm going for Brucey. Aww. Hall of Fame. Nine. Come on. Right, I'm going to go with Nora Batty. Uh-huh. <laughs> Unfortunately, her Hall of Fame is only two, which I thought would be a bit Aww. higher, considering last of the summer one was the biggest show of the time. And the... Mm-hmm. Right, now. Keith? Right, I'm going to go, she's got pretty much a, a, a good rating on everything, but I've got Pat Butcher, <laughs> oh, who's got a Hall of Fame rating <clears throat> of 10. Ooh. I saw Pat Butcher at Crofts. And, and she's and was she competing? <laughs> Was it just wow. her wig? <laughs> I think it must have been, definitely. Just, he just throws that anecdote out. I saw Pat Butcher at Crufts. <laughs> she was a kind of regular ho-hum everyday kind of thing. Oh, no, 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 she could be in pants and clements and she wasn't dressed as Pat Butcher. She kind of was dressed like Pat Butcher. And yes, it was pants and, pants and clements, yeah. <laughs> but you said you saw Pat Butcher. So otherwise you'd have No one's going to know her as Pat, Pat, Pat and clements. Everybody just knows as Pat Butcher. She's typecast for life, just like Ian Beale is. <laughs> it's true. And, and, and Phil Mitchell as well, you know. Yeah. Also, mate, why is Phil Mitchell yellow in EastEnders? Has anybody seen that recently? He what? is yellow. It's like turned into a Turned Simpsons. to the Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> quite literally. Carry on. George. <laughs> I don't think I can beat that. I'm just going to fold now. Just, just, just that guy rant about TV shows for an hour. Um, I'm going to go for uh, right-hand woman to Lord Sugar, Margaret Mumford, who unfortunately only has a Hall of Fame of two. Same as Nora Batty. Yeah. I'd expect Nora Batty to be a bit higher up for the you rankings on that one. It's a shame it's not Karen. Mr. Yeah. Whitney, you're back in the room. Hello. Hello. Okay. So, I'm going to go with the man himself, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Harry Hill. Ooh. With a f- Hall of Fame score, naturally, of 10. Oh, ooh, draw between I think that's slightly rigged that he gets a Hall yes. of Fame of 10 in his own path. Yes. I know. It's it like, is a yeah, bit. Just one show. Yeah. I'd just like to point out, there's cheating going on this side of the desk. Whitney is kicking me in the ankles. Like, he's trying to take <laughs> out the no competition already. Sam? 
Uh, I haven't got anything that's going to be a 9 or a 10, so I'm going to play the one that comes closest in Harold Bishop with playing <laughs> <Aww>. 8. <laughs> Something's Harold going Bishop. really wrong with these cards. Alright, so Keith, you can pick the next category. Uh, okay, I'm going to pick uh, the, the poor man's Bear Grylls, uh, Ray Mears. And I'm going to choose Ray Mears was the OG Bear Grylls. Ray Mears was there before Bear Grylls. <laughs> so is Bear Grylls the poor man's Ray Mears? Yes. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> For somebody who could get lampooned on the fast show. That's true. It's a rather uncomplimentary picture of him on this card, though. But I'm going to pick his fightability score. Is he wearing Ooh. his... Uh, Khaki shorts. You can't really see. He seems to have a stick that he's pointing out towards me. If these cards were in 3D, it'd be amazing. Uh, he's got a fightability score of 48. 48? Ooh, That's impressive. It's pretty fightable. Mm. I can beat this. Uh, I think I might have the best top trump card. I've got B.A. Barakas, or better known as Mr. T. Yeah. Um, his fightability is 50. Wow. So I've official, B.A. Barakas, tougher than Ray Mears. I've just uh, looked over George's shoulder and they've they can't even just find a picture of BA on his own. No, it is a whole team. That's why he wins, because he brings the whole crew with him. Yeah. He doesn't fight alone. Dave? Okay, St staying on theme, I'm going with the other bald man in my deck. Uh, Heston Blumenthal. <laughs> or random. Harry Hill, the cooking version. Yes, yeah. <laughs> same glasses, same thing, same hair. <laughs> Never see him in the same place at the same time. <gasps> just saying. Conspiracy is uncovered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he has a fight ability of 40. Must be all those knives in his kitchen. A 40? Yes. Really? He's a TV chef. Yes. What? Yes, who has a lot of knives. <laughs> yeah, but... Sam? None of my cards have a remotely good fightability. The best one I've got is going to be Gok Wan. With <laughs> 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 fightability score of 7. Oh, See, that, that's just mean. I reckon Gok can handle himself in a fight. He's one of those who pull your earrings out and all sorts. He'd be yeah. one of them. How can Gok Wan have a fightability score that low? Yeah. And Heston Blumenthal... I've got 40. <laughs> I'm assuming he's bringing pans and armour with him. He's poison you with some yes. random bit of food. Taking yeah, tips from Ryan's Iron Man. Make, yes. make, making a suit out of uh, pots and pans and dishes. Yes. Yeah, maybe. Or Sam's plate armour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got the uh, little leprechaun himself, Graham Norton. He does not look good in this card. I mean, that's genuinely pretty much a special needs face which he's got in this card. I mean, seriously, what's going on there? That is a terrible face of Graham Norton. Wow. Yes. Fightability not. Graham, if I was you, I'd sue. All right. <laughs> I'm now going to lodge an official complaint about this card. Because I have the Doctor. The legendary Doctor Who. Who? Who's been fighting aliens, Daleks, Cybermen, things for decades. And he's pretty much. That's pretty much the premise of his show. Is he fights off threats on the, on mm -hmm. humanity. His fightability is eight. So slightly less more dangerous. Less than Hester Blumenthal. Slightly more dangerous than the doctor. The man with the TARDIS, the man who can regenerate and keep fighting on and on again, has a fightability of eight. To be fair, though, he doesn't what? generally fight. He doesn't have any he, actual he tries fighting. Have we yeah, not seen the Doctor true. Who Christmas special with John Hurt being the war oh, the doctor? doctor yes. That's yes. true. Come on, is it John Hurt on the card? No, ah, which it's bloody is it? Matt. What's his face? Yeah, see, Matt Smith's probably really not that fightable. He would just flap near you and throw a and fall fez over. at people. Yeah. yeah, I still think he's got more fightability. Yeah, than I was going to say he, 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 like, he probably he more the than Dalek Graham single-handedly. Yeah. It's kind of eight. Yeah. Really? Come on. He does still beat God one though. So there is that. Ryan just made touch my cross. Being Barakas takes that one. Just because he pushed it towards me. I win. Right, I'm picking the next category then. <laughs> yes. so I lost I'm picking the next category I'm going to go with the TV legend David Attenborough 
Ooh, and I'm going to give a TV debut, which is 1952. Oldest oh. wins. I like that it has to say this on the card. Oldest wins on the card. Well, Stop man, cheating. Cheater. Wow. He's going Sorry, we were just distracted by the award-winning Dave Massey from Brumhour, who just entered Hi, the room. Dave. Wow. Golden light has descended on the radio industry. It was nice that he, 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 the award comes in first, and then Dave yeah. follows it. It's pretty good. Walking to the room, cool. award first. Enough, enough about award-winning Dave Massey from Brumhour. Back to the game. There's yes. even a theme tune. Yeah. Uh, it. Right, <laughs> and yeah, my last card, unfortunately, is uh, it's got a great picture. It's Wolf from the Gladiators. Nice uh, TV yeah. debut. As, as well, it says oldest wins on this one. Yeah. Uh, Ninety only nineteen ninety two. Is it that Wolf and the Legend? I thought it would be on earlier than that. Gladiators. Nah, Gladiators nah. is proper nineties. Yeah, they had awesome. better TV, and then in the nineties they just gave up and made rubbish. Hey. That was a great chew on a Saturday afternoon. It's still better than anything that Stephen Mulhern puts out, according to Guy. That's, That's true. true. I, well, when you should be back on, I'd rather amazing. have a Gladiators than a Voice or a yeah. Britain's Got Talent or an X Factor or any of those. George? I've got live on Channel 4, Davina McCall. Uh, her TV debut is also 1992. And I feel like I should point out her fightability is actually 41. What? So she is a lot more fightable. She could take Heston Blumenthal. And, and the, the doctor. doctor and Graham Norton all together. Yeah. I wouldn't want to meet Davina in a dark <laughs> Me neither, to be fair. Those so letters are probably quite sharp. Probably. Dave. Yeah, ninety-two. Yeah, I have the man, the myth, the scowl, Simon Cowell. TV debut, two thousand and one. Um, See, now that is a lie because I know that is a lie because I was watching some Lion terrible Kicking. show on Channel Five last night, and he was on the B Sky B version of Sale of the Century, which was on in nineteen ninety-two. So it should Ooh. also be in 1992. Okay, I'm claiming that 1992. Do you know the only thing that's terrible here? Is you were watching Channel 5. <laughs> it wasn't my choice, put it that way. <laughs> could be worse, could be Channel 4. Yeah. That's true. Speaking, speaking of could be worse, uh, yes. my last Uh-oh. card, with a TV debut of 1960, is <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Savile. Oh, no! <laughs> I, I, then, let's put that card in the bin. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, one card that I'm not entirely <laughs> upset that I'm not winning with. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Guy, to finish us off. Uh, I'm glad somebody got that card. Uh, I've got Gene Hunt, uh, TV debut 2016, what a waste of time. Um, yeah, Philip Balance is quite a sexy older man though, isn't he? So. 2000 and when? 2006. Okay. What did oh, I say? Life on 16. Yeah, yeah, I did 16. Yeah. Well, I've lost, so... Oh, Gene Hunt, excellent. So that's what? One point to... One David for me. Keith, one point to George and one point to me. Excellent. Let's, fa- let's face it. Winning Dave Massey won the game when he walked into the room. <laughs> <laughs> stunned us all. He is he's our own personal from Radio Top Trump. Yeah. I love the fact as well. He's not even going to say anything His presence is acknowledged in the room. Yes. Yeah, we'll have to do some from Radio Custom Top Trumps at some point. Please. Awardability please. category. Yes. <laughs> Verified. Verified. Twitter following. <laughs> Hang on, Ryan. There must be more stuff on that memory pen. Yeah, I'm just having to dig around. Weird news. Pizza. Does this make any sense? Sounds unusual. Put it on. Let's give it a spin. All right. Another one from the archives. Yep. All right, it's time for our weird news story of the week, where we trawl the web looking for the oddest piece of news we can find. Mr. Whitney, you found a story this week. Yeah, I'm still laughing over this one. Um, So, Vicky Rice, age 37 cannot sleep because of all the takeaway that a stalker is delivering to her house 50 times a day. Right. 
a lady called Rice, and it's a takeaway story. Yeah, it's a good start. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a mum says her life is being made hell by a stalker who, ha- who has takeaways delivered to her home nearly 50 times a day. Miss Rice, age 37, says she can't sleep due to meals arriving at all hours. She has called cops to investigate her claims uh, and that her family is being targeted by a spurned girl obsessed with her teenage son. Vicky of Blackpool said, It's constant, constant, constant. Even our dog has anxiety. The glass plane in the front door has even cracked from all the knocking by drivers laden with kebabs, pizzas and curries after she has to disconnect the doorbell. Uh, Vicky contacted Just Eat, begging for the deliveries to stop, but was told nothing could be done unless she called the cops. She said, The girl, or girls, are ringing up £300 of food per day on Just Eat. I found it funny at first, but it's really upsetting me. I felt like having the, having the door number changed, I had to disconnect the doorbell. She added, It sounds stupid, but we don't normally get people coming at the door. We have a very quiet life. Vicky, who also has a 12-year-old son, Bobby Bryan, says her tormentor has also sent her messages claiming she is pregnant and has been raped. The raped? Fam- yeah. the, fa- the, the family were so scared that uh, they were forced to cancel their holiday abroad after she, after she threatened to burgle them. A Lancashire police spokeswoman confirmed officers were investigating the reports. A girl, Leon, her son, met on Facebook and began ordering unwanted food through Just Eat. Just Eat said they they have yet to be contacted by police and could not confirm how many deliveries have been made to her address. The company added, We were saddened to learn about this matter. We always seek to help our customers in whatever way we can, including by assisting the police with their investigations when appropriate. Alright, and I have five questions. The first question is, are we sure her son isn't just very hungry? Well, he's a teenage well, boy. Well, yeah, that? there is that, yeah. He's a 12-year-old boy. I'm assuming he's probably on Xbox or PlayStation upstairs having a good old session online. Maybe fancies a pizza or a kebab? Yeah, it, but in, re- in response... 50 a day, though. <laughs> yeah, 300 quid's worth of takeaway a day. That is quite a severe amount. I mean, unless he's, like, really hungover. Yeah. Second question. Can just eat not block the address out. I'm sure their website's probably sens- sensible enough that yeah. she can't order from there. True, but equally that would be, that would mean that she couldn't order where order takeaways from them herself. So I'm, I kind of I'm sure there's other methodologies of ordering I food. Okay I imagine she's over takeaways for quite yeah. a while. Yeah. She just wants to cook her own meals now. <laughs> and the third third question. How many pizza places are you gonna deliver before and people refuse before you like just block them yourselves? I'm surely just well, yeah. This is it. I, I would imagine that she would now be on sort of every takeaways blacklist. Yeah. In is it Blackpool? Blackpool. Blackpool. Um, I'd yeah. assume there's a lot of takeaways in Blackpool. Oh well, I mean it's the hen and stag capital of the UK, so yes. uh, so yeah, there's going to be a lot of dirty donors. But um, <laughs> I suppose it depends if people are paying for it though. I mean, if the, I'm assuming you're talking about kebabs. The mad stalker <laughs> yes. ordering it is sure is paying for it. Then I guess it's paid for. And yeah. Like oh well, if they're going to keep making money, then. Whatever, I suppose. But then I guess if they get into the door and being turned away without being paid, then yeah. I, have I, I do love the uh, the quote from Just Eat saying they are always happy to help the police in their investigations. Like, I wonder how many sort of takeaway deliver- delivery <laughs> related crimes are happening that Just Eat yeah. need to be, you know, in constant collaboration with the local police. All right. Question number four. How the hell do you work out a dog has anxiety? Is, like, is there a doggy psychotherapist nearby? Probably. Is it counselling sessions? Or just every time someone comes to the door, it piddles on the carpet. <laughs> there's, there's some dogs that just do that anyway, though. I've just got, <laughs> an, I've just got an image of like a dash hound sat on a couch somewhere with somebody with a notepad, just like asking about troubles. <laughs> it's about doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And finally, question number five. 
if they've knocked enough to crack the pane, surely that's that's a new door needed. Yeah, you'd, you'd think so, wouldn't it? That or it, you know, purely they could, if they ever find the stalker, charge him with criminal damage, I suppose. Because you mm-hmm. know, if, if it's happening by you know extension of her of this stalker ordering stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm liking the fact that she's rotating the food items as well, so it's not just like pizza. Yeah, keeping keep the Chinese well, kebabs. To be to be fair, like you know, like you said, it's it kind of keeps the keeps the options open, so that, you know, it can go keep going as long as possible. Yeah. I'm also wondering what kind of game the son has, and that you know, some poor girl who's rejected is so distraught that she feels the need to send endless takeaway. Mm-hmm. I, so I mean, if I, I mean, I, I can kind of see where she's coming from. It's like if if. If I were to have a stalker, I would quite like the one that sends food to my house for yeah. free. Um, but there's also there's there's just that very throwaway line in the uh, in the news piece that says you know she claims to be pregnant and that he assaulted her. Mm. It's like well, if you know he assaulted you and 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 you're now pregnant with with his child, you know surely. Sending me kebabs isn't going to be the, the, the revenge. There's other ways to take your revenge, and maybe if you are pregnant, you know, maybe don't be spending three hundred pounds a day, yeah, on pizzas. Yeah, it's just so mad. I can I, I just I want to know so much more. I want a ten part Channel Four <laughs> documentary Investigative about this. journalism. Yeah. yeah. Keith, I, go I did hear it was going to be on like next week. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's another one of these news stories where you read you, as you start reading, you kind of go. Yeah, I'm not convinced that every fact in here is actually correct. Like the hot three hundred pounds worth. You're thinking maybe they had four or five, and the news people have just kind of bulked it up a little bit to make it a little bit more interesting. The sun. Yeah, Yeah, and kind of like, and you know, if you're starting throwing accusations like that around as well, you'd think the police would be kind of pretty much involved at this point. Yeah, is it it three hundred takeaways over a period of three months? Because that's more probably believable. Yeah, rather than three hundred in one day. That's you know, it's my, crazy. That's, like, that's my standard takeaway budget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so don't you have like a gold delivery loyalty card by now? <laughs> <laughs> have a red carpet up to Phil's door. <laughs> um, that that was installed when he moved in, regardless <laughs> yeah, of the takeaways. Standard. I just like to feel important, okay? <laughs> but it, it, does, it does seem a little kind of excessive and, and made up I think I, I'm, it's one of those stories that it looks like it's one of those stories that end up at the bottom of a page of something you actually wanted to read that goes related stories woman gets 400,000 pizzas per day yeah I feel this should be on the cover of take a break it is a very clickbait on this one yeah and she's holding a pizza yeah looking really <laughs> grim and sad yeah. but a slice is missing yes. yeah <laughs> so she has t- tasted the goods yeah <laughs> go on your thoughts on this uh, I can empathise with her because somebody did it to me as a practical joke. However, they thought, oh, I'll send a pizza to guy at home after I finished, then finished annoying this person all day at work. However, they didn't comprehend that I walked home from work. So the pizza arrived at mum and dad's house and loads of other takeaways. And they were like, did you order a load of food? And I was like, no. And they were like, we want to turn it away. And they got really annoyed at us. But the person just didn't realise I had a 45-minute walk home before I'd actually get back and get the food. So the joke was on my parents, not me. Was it a pepperoni pizza guy? I don't know why. I was just wondering, was it in your kind of fallow vegan period? No. They were just <laughs> taunting you with um, pepperoni pizzas. So at least I could have given you a lift on the way back. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I, we need to do a combined pizza slash taxi cab company. So you order your pizza and then they take you home. I with feel the pizza. like Uber and these food, like Deliveroo, yeah. need to just sort of, you know, get together. Amazing. Um, there is there is a service in India where you can get food delivered to you on your commute via yes. tuk-tuk. Yes. I think we need to get into that. 
Yeah, I think that's what Deliveroo's missing the thing because I see them biking backwards and forwards at the pavement. I'm thinking, I'm walking down the street. I'm a bit hungry. Could you just not deliver to me <laughs> as I'm walking home? That would be the thing for like guys. Like, just kind of like, yeah, just pull up on the side of the pavement. Here's your, here's your pizza, sir. Fantastic. Thanks very much. Might be something that will happen in the future. Well, they can use they can use your mobile phone. You can go yeah, right. I'm going to add you as a find my friend on my mobile phone. Yeah. You can just track me down and deliver pizza to me. That GPS. Brian, get out of the way. Let me see what else is on this memory pen. This is like a gold mine. Oh my god, there's a, a put yourself in your place here. Put yourself in my place, you mean? That's the one, yeah. <laughs> I must have renamed that badly. The feature that you named yourself. I did. <laughs> uh, is it Pulp Fiction? Do you remember that one? No. Should we ever listen again? I think we should. Okay, so y- you just shot a guy in the face by accident. You're Jules and Vinny. What do you do? Panic. I, you know what? I'm, I'm just going like, to get out of the car. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk home, get in the shower, and then I'm gonna reach under my bed for you know that emergency bag that we all have with like a new passport and identity and like some clean clothes and some hair dye, just like change my complete, you know, na- change my name, change my change my identity, move to a different city and just sort of start start fresh. But what would you do with the car? Nothing. It's over. It's gone. It's in the past. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta dump it somewhere, right? I don't know. No, I'm just going to run away from my problems. <laughs> Dave, what about you? Just drop the car off in Digworth, let somebody uh, torch it or steal it. Um, and then, yeah, kind of similar to Phil, just run away, get on the bus and never look back. Or if you're going on Keith's bus, mate, you're not going to get very far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run away very fast. Yes, but it'd be the last place anybody would expect to look. <laughs> Keith, what about you? Well, I'm going to go straight there. I'm going to say, like, I'm just going to make sure I've been insured by direct line. It's problem solver. You know, it's no, no, yeah, no issue it's whatsoever. True. Yeah, I mean, that, that, the gangster in, in question that's, is... That's what they're advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, any problems like that, you just got Mr. Wolf coming to sort you out. Uh, otherwise, maybe I'd you know, park it on the pavement, Floodgate Street, nobody checks that, walk straight past it, no problem. Uh, or, you know, I don't know, just drive around with it for a while, or dry up. Okay, <laughs> scrape it off a bit later. <laughs> you're right. Oh, you know, it'll be fine. You know, it'll be cool. You know, it's not like you know, it's not like anybody's looking in the car all the time. It's like tinted windows. It's cool. <laughs> you could always try a sort of weekend at Bernie's shtick and see if that works. Just like, oh no, your son's fine. Look, he's waving at you. Oh, just yeah. put a balloon a in place where he's yeah, got no head. <laughs> a balloon with a pair of sunglasses on it. <laughs> or we could get get the um, Stephen Mulhern mask that we had. <laughs> pop, pop that on. That covers up anything. Some paper mache. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think I think it's less of an issue nowadays than it used to be. George, what about you? What would you do in this crisis situation? I'd call my mum. Like, <laughs> I, I have logic here. My mum is the most house-proud woman in the universe. So if anybody would know how to clean brains out of a car seat, I reckon my mother would have the tools necessary. Be fine. See, I want to jump in there because mum's a good idea. But I'd get that <laughs> one guy who does the one-sheet thing. It's like, yeah, clean it up with that one sheet. <laughs> that says you should advertise one it. One sheet cleans brains. Yes. <laughs> Well, it's all gone. And then you can wrap up the body in a couple of, you know, couple of rolls of one sheet and in recycling. Easy. Right, I've thought long and hard about this and what I'd do. I'd take it to down to Tate Modern, park it outside, put a barrier around it, pretend it's an art installation, and run away. And just put, just put Made by Tracy M in front of yes. <laughs> There you go, I'm done, I'm clean, I'm free, because people are just it's going... It's not murder, it's art. And it's like, it's, if when it decays and smells, everybody will think it's part of the exhibit, we're all fine and dandy, and it gives me enough time to get out of the country. I, I'd, I'd really struggle, I think I'd have to hose out the whole car, and then I'd realise how much of a bad idea that was. 
Oh no, we we'll push it into a lake, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You just you could do the Breaking Bad thing, take it to the car crusher. I did think that to be fair. You know, it's um, yeah, it's, it's the right. usual one, isn't it? Where, where is our local car crusher? In case the, anybody we're in Digbeth. There's got to be one in Digbeth, right? <laughs> Surely, I don't know. Surely I, there is somewhere in Digbeth you could get rid of a car like that. I think the last car crusher I saw was in Superman 2. It's like, you know, <coughs> where, where are car crushers there's these nine, days? A, I'm sure there's a giant yeah. tip. Somewhere near one. Yeah. Oh, at least one. Mm. So uh, I'm sure you could. Yeah. You Another it choice. To the, the, there's the car park down the road with the crushed cars for a wall. Yeah. You just conveniently tuck it like, with those. Yeah, just a new car yeah. arrives in the wall. Yeah. I mean, you you could put it on auto trade and just say like, oh yeah, I'm really sorry, I spilled some paint in the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Or free cycle, everything disappears on free cycle yeah. within yeah. ten minutes. Or you could pop a couple of Uber stickers on the side and start doing, you know, giving <laughs> lifts around in it. Buy a shipping container, put it in the shipping container, and get it lost off the side of the boat. Just park it work. outside with a sign saying free. I mean, that seems to work for people who want to get rid of sofas and stuff. Oh, imagine the smell inside though. <laughs> It'll be a bit fruity by a couple of weeks, I'd assume. Hmm. I didn't think we just actually just proved that we're all a bunch of sociopaths, really, and so... I, I think we would be terrible criminals. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, I'd be fine. I'd say, looking yeah. at Dave Whitney, I think he'd be the master of the group. Thank no you very way. much. <laughs> He's too easily distracted. He'd get halfway to ditch the car and then he'd see something shiny and wander off. A gun. <laughs> And Probably. obviously, we're not going to give away our actual solution to this in case it ha- ever actually happens. You know, we don't want we yeah. don't want to give away. We're know. going with a full like this is TV. This is an episode of LA Law, which will be broadcast at midnight on Channel Five, and nobody's paying any attention. Pretty much. I just don't want to go in the car, you guys, just in case I mean, this accidentally when, happens. When, guy, when we shoot you, it's not going to be accidental. <laughs> <laughs> is this what's going to happen when we're driving down to Southampton? There's gangland executions on the other side of the road. <laughs> After we, after we stop for the sixth time, the guy to go out the toilet. <laughs> so we can't stop anymore. We're running out of time. Just kill him. <laughs> oh, what? What? What is this one? Kirk, Jenny, Pete and Dan. Do you remember this one? I don't remember this one. That's time ago. That's that's a long time ago. Isn't this that's where Dan made literally... He just... I think this is where we forced him to play dog top from... Ah, uh, Dan. <laughs> Dan, Dan, Dan. You know his hatred of dogs. Well... They were cute puppies as well, if I remember correctly. Oh, you've got to play that one, right? Yeah, let's have a play. It's time to play Top Trumps. You're pros, man. Absolute pros. Nice. Well, I'm going to have to introduce you. Which you're doing show. Right, so this is a presenter's special round of Top Trumps. We have myself, as always. Captain Kirk is joining us. Good evening. Hello, hello, hello. We have amazing Devil's Playlist, Mr. Pete Steele. Amazing, thank you. <laughs> we have Captain Kirk's best half. Nice. Well, better half, darling. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> nice to meet you. Yeah. We have Mr. Dan Cooper going. Oh, oh is it? B- best is better than better, isn't it? Yeah, best half. Yeah, yeah better is. Really? Yeah. Best is a superlative, better oh, okay, is fine. comparative. Hello! <laughs> and somehow, I, feel, I feel hugely outnumbered. Yeah. Yes, and somehow Kai is now a presenter on the album review show or something like that. I don't know. Oh, well, okay. You just drag me along. You just can't, you can't, you can't bear being separated from me. <laughs> right, I'm going to make d- Mr. Cooper Gavin introduce oh, this set of top drums oh. just so the rage can yeah. build up. I, I, yeah, I, I sense this is. Uh, basically, it's Dog's top trump. It's uh, the dog. The uh, art list collection. Is it the dog's top trump? It is indeed. <laughs> There's some cute bones in the corner of the cards, which is slightly kind of thawing my uh, icy demeanour. Uh, 
just call his top dogs, really. Yes, top yeah. dogs. Top dogs. Oh, yeah. nice. Yes. Jenny, would you like to pick the first category? Uh, uh, um, <laughs> um, I'm going to go with God Dog Skill. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> which, which dog are you going to choose for us? Um, so I've got well, the one I've got um, is a Doberman, mm. and it with a ten. Wow. Oh, wow. That's an impressive dog. Well, I just thought yes. I'd go for the jugular. <laughs> Straight in the No the messing there. about, yeah. Mr. Steel? Oh, uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't beat that, so I'm gonna go with the Shih Tzu. <laughs> <laughs> with the Mega Two. <laughs> Still quite an impressive dog score for that one. Kirk? Um I'm gonna go for the Basset Hound. <laughs> um little right up here. A true gentleman of a dog. Um, <laughs> guard dog skill too. The mini just let you in, basically. Yes. <laughs> Dan? I'm going to go for the, the Cairn Terrier. He looks pathetic. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid face. That's what you say about all dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Four guard dog skill. Why bother? No, Why no, bother? Why bother? Guy. I've totally lost this, but I've got the ultimate lap dog. Which is what ugly I could be called to you. Have you got different cards to us? So you got a chihuahua who's licking his nose and his card skill is I'm one. I'm so glad you said that. It's <laughs> because he lives his life in a handbag, that's why. Right, now I've got three great big dogs and I don't know which one to pick because they're all pretty similar on the score level. I'll go with... Ooh, let's go with the Siberian Husky. Mm. Which is a very cute little picture. And apparently it's talent sled pulling. I don't know if that's in Downing Digbeth on a Friday night. (laughs) 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 Uh, Bought me a sled last night. (laughs) (laughs) God, I'm just going to have seven. Well done. The jugular works. Do we do it? There you go. There you go. Pete, you ready for the next category? Is it me? Is it me now? Is it? Right. Well, I'm going to have to go with, I'm a bit of a lefty lovey, so the lovability score. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm going with the Cavalier King Charles Spaniel of oh. lovability, 22. It's wow. rare that lefty goes for the king. Impressive. <laughs> well, either of mine, to be honest. Um, so I'm going to go with the St. Bernard, mm. uh, also with the 22. Oh, tired to start us off. Dan? Stand by. Newfoundland, 26. Oh. Guy? Suck my paddy paws. <laughs> I've got 27. Oh, no. oh. What's your dog first? <laughs> oh, I've got a collie. Collie. <laughs> Kirk. Um, I've got the Queen's favourite, apparently Ooh. called Titus, a corgi, but a lowly... 19. No. That's, that's a bit rubbish no for a corgi. Who's yeah. the Queen's dog? Do they have to come in exactly. a pack? Exactly. The lovability. I think it? that's yeah. how they work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't work so low. They have to work as a band. <laughs> right, I'm going to go with the Great Dane. Scooby-Doo himself. Yes, yeah, Scooby-Doo <laughs> himself. His talent is a war dog. Ooh, <laughs> wow. Mm. Lovability of 21, though. Mm. So Guy wins that one. There you go. Oh you beautiful guys. collies. The most yes. lovable of the. Uh, I'd just like to point out, Guy, that my Cavalier King Charles Spaniel has a slice of bacon for a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's beautiful. Right. 
As we've made him suffer through this set, Dan, do you want to pick <laughs> us the last category? I don't, see, I don't know what's good here. Um, I have no dog knowledge at all. But, um, oh, don't worry, guys dirty looking dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This dog does look like he'll, he'll stink. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Is there a stinkability on <laughs> Can I go for a low low number wins? Is that possible? No. Uh, that's debatable fine. with Ryan. Fine. So okay, Ryan, fine. Right. on this? Highest number wins. Highest number, Okay. Um, cheers. <laughs> um, um, average height 23. Is that big, small? I don't know. What dog is it? It's a Yorkshire Terrier. Well, they ain't going to be a big <laughs> <No>. dog. <laughs> this, is, this is not my area of expertise. Let's just say that you lost that one. Yeah. So we're going with I've got a train to catch, don't worry. And those are the ones that are easier to kick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my height of my dog is uh, 72.5. Wow. Oh, I He's thought a no. big boy. Oh. Um, and it's a Leonberger. Mm. One that I've never yes. really heard of. It sounds edible. Big you German, are right. Germanic dog, I think. Unfortunately, yeah. all three of my dogs have all been tiny. And the Jack Russell, Russell Terrier is no different at 25 and a half. Oh, yes. I'm out. Um, I've got Snoopy, the beagle, um, oh. but he's still taller. He's yeah. 37. <laughs> No, I've been stumped here. This is a pug. Uh, he's, a ro- <laughs> <laughs> he's a royal bed warmer, apparently. So uh, he's average height is 26.5. That's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> That's going in the outtakes collection. <laughs> <laughs> and to finish us off, I've got a Dalmatian. Only 55.5, so <laughs> storming victory there. Oh, do you want to give us a winner's speech? Give me your cards, boys. Oh. I'm cleaning us, up. Do you want to give us a winner's speech? Um, thanks for having me. Cheers. <laughs> oh, shocking. Dan how, <laughs> Dan, how do you feel about dogs now? Nah. Still not warm uh, to uh, it. As ambivalent as I ever was. Uh, the fact, if I'd won, then it would have all changed. <laughs> but, uh, still no time uh, for him. Look, look at this. This is the cutest picture I can find it's in the day. just big tongues, it's right? It's a golden retriever. Nah. Let me tell you, Ryan, that picture looks like a sock puppet. <laughs> it does, yeah. It looks a bit, it looks a bit stupid. And is the pug not winning you over? It's the t- I don't like the tongues. Oh, I don't want a tongue in my face. You know what I mean? I just don't want a tongue oh. in my face. What about the Newfoundland? It's the wet nose. I don't want a wet nose or a tongue. What is wrong it's with you? It's a dry facial part. Oh, hold on a Come on, who can not love a Labrador retriever? Nah, it looks a bit What about the Great Dane puppy? Look at the Great Dane puppy. <laughs> Let's just face it, Dan Cooper Gavin is a nasty man. <laughs> I love you guys. I love humans. <laughs> I, hang on, guy, Ryan. It looks like there's another folder down there. Just scroll down a little bit. What, what, hey, what's in this one? Oh, it's a white rubbish. Is that is that the one where Pete Steele yes. destroyed me? Yes. Oh, no. And oh. your top button being done up. <sighs> Give it a play. Tell me why it's rubbish. Alright, it's time for one of Guy's favourite features always. Uh, why is it rubbish? Everything is rubbish to Guy, so this is going to be a long segment. It is rubbish to me. <laughs> but first off, we're going to start with Pete. What? <laughs> why is something rubbish to you? Oh, I don't know. I've had no time to prepare. Uh, guy? Why oh, is Guy rubbish? Guy's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Right, let's go with it. Let's go with it. Come on then. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> well, for starters, I don't. I don't trust anyone who buttons their shirt right to the top. <laughs> 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 it's a 
he had is it a bit too ordinary boys for you, Pete? He lied. <laughs> <laughs> There's a certain level of button that's acceptable. Simmering is resentment. Is this applicable in boys and girls, Pete? Or just, uh... No, it's just boys. Oh, you just, no, you just checked just me out before I'm answering sorry. that question. <laughs> Any oh, other particular Christ. reasons? No, that's it. That's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. So. <laughs> We're not care quite something rubbish to you. Um, high fives. I detest high fives. They are the downfall of British society. What happened to a good, brisk, solid handshake? Every time I turn around to someone and something happens like, high five, no, handshake, let's carry on. I really don't like them. How do you feel about all. fist bumps? Even worse. Oh, even worse. <laughs> but I'm just starting with high fives. Let's get back to shaking hands. Even Barack Obama likes a fist bump. He's American. <laughs> Mr. Cooper Gavin, the rage has must built up from the last dog debacle call that was the last. I hate one. nothing apart from dogs. <laughs> I, I channel it all into dogs. Is it dogs part two? No. What, what I are just, the reasons you hate dogs? What, what, just do you hate the reputation you developed <laughs> from hating dogs? <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of the reputation I've developed. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad that my true self has been exposed been to the public. Yeah. Still the one not who a fan. Known to have the nicest kitchen <laughs> in the radio. <laughs> I like most things, but oh man, those guys have got to get a grip. You know. What I mean? <laughs> Any other family pets? Cats, hamsters, so gerbils. I've got cats. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of contractually obliged to like cats. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all, I tolerate cats. They're all right. Tolerate. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But hamsters, dog. fish, gerbils. Yeah, no? They're quite innocuous, aren't they? Can ignore them. So yeah. Are can too furry for you. <sighs> it's not the fur. It's the. What is it's it? The, it's the don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I, I demand to know. Ah, the, uh, I'm not going to get into it. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, direct you to the previous. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, t- still dogs, basically. <laughs> In short, to conclude, still to dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a, a 4,000 word <laughs> polemic yes. about, yeah. It's full of just terrible dog music, which yeah. you just hate. There's like gifts, <laughs> there's clips. There's, yeah. <laughs> Ever expanding as well. <laughs> Jenny, well, um, something that you hate. I want to keep this very short and sweet. Um, if Guy Garvey says elbow one more time, <laughs> I think I'm going to scream. <laughs> That's it. Go on, Mr. Halford. I. God damn hate Will I Am. <laughs> <laughs> I si- I'm sick of seeing him on TV at the moment. Somebody you put him in a... Cr- his turny chair, is that what oh, it is? Do you know what? It's just like he's remixed like sitting on Dock of the Bay. Now, I don't even like that song anyway, but he's just turned it into a monstrosity. Somebody put this man in a crate and just drop it in the ocean. <laughs> I can't stand Will I Am. He's just... Oh. You don't like sitting on the dock of the bay? I don't like that either. Like, that's rubbish as well. Just get rid of this man off the telly. You're not part of British culture. Is it because he has two punctuation marks in his name? Is that what frustrates you? <laughs> he's, just, he's just the scourge of music, isn't he? Do you, do you think he's like Escape from Toys R Us? And that's why his business cards were Will I Am. <laughs> it just boils my blood. There was genuine teeth grinding going on. <laughs> so that was a really good trip down the old memory lane there. Uh, it's amazing the amount of crap that we've amassed <laughs> over over the years of being in the studio, or year of being in the studio. And to say, for one year, we seem to have a lot of extra stuff that we throw in. Oh, uh, you know, waste not, one not. Yep. As always, please listen, like, subscribe, share, do what you want with the podcast. 
and we'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. If you enjoy what we do, then please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash Brum Radio.